0: Hey there, single lady. I am so glad that you're here. Welcome to another episode of the Single Over 30 Podcast. This episode is a hug episode. What I mean is, I wish right now I could just reach my arms through this microphone and give you a big hug because today we're going to be talking about the things that keep women single. I want to hug you because I want to make sure that you know that as I go through these things that keep women single, that there is not anything inherently broken about you. There's not any reason that you can't have a relationship. But the reason that these things are so important is because if we are not aware of them, then we'll keep doing them. And knowing is the first step to be empowered, right? The more that you know, the more that you'll be empowered. I also want to let you know that I want to hug you because as you may know, I got married at 46. I thought I would get married earlier, but because I had some unhealthy dating patterns and some things internally that were holding me back, it kept me stuck for quite a long time. So just remember, as I go through this list of things that keep women single, that there based off of my experience of coaching women and also my own personal experience. So I would be the last one to throw any rocks at you. So just know that you are loved, that you are worthy of being loved, and that you are amazing. All right, stay tuned for the things that keep women single. Welcome to the Single Over 30 podcast with dating and relationship coach, Shanna Shannon Shanna's here to help you find a trustworthy, marriage-minded man who will love and adore you. Here's Shannon there. Welcome back. We are going to talk about the things that keep women single. So before we get started, just want to remind you, please do not beat yourself up if there is anything that I talk about during this episode that you can relate with. If there is something that you can relate with, Just know that it's a learning opportunity. There is opportunity in everything. And everything that I talk about on the Single Over 30 podcast is something that I hope will empower you, not to beat you down. As you may know, like I just mentioned in the intro, I got married when I was 46. And when you start to get into your early 40s, late 30s, sometimes you can start feeling really, really bad about yourself. The point of this episode is not to make you feel bad, it's to empower you and to help you know that if you do relate to anything here, that hey, This is something that I can overcome and change. Every single one of these things on this list that I'm gonna talk about with you about things that keep women single are things that can change. Also, as we get started, if you would like more help in your dating and relationship life or more help with anything that we talk about today and you wanna get unstuck and meet that marriage-minded man, a great next step would be to sign up for group coaching. When you sign up for group coaching, you are going to get support from other women, You're also going to get my Finding Mr. Right program that's worth $1,200 for free, and you're gonna get advice from me. Every other week we meet live and you can ask your questions so that you can avoid sticky, challenging, disappointing, and heartbreaking situations in dating. So to do that, all you have to do is head on over to singleover30.net forward slash coaching singleover30.net forward slash coaching to sign up for $27 a month and you can cancel at any time. All right, so let's jump into the things that keep women single. The first one is believing in fate, luck, or soulmates. Now, I don't believe in soulmates, and one of the reasons that I don't believe in it is because it disempowers you and causes you to leave dating discernment out of your dating choices because it causes you to lean solely or largely on emotion. And when you lean on emotion, say that we're soulmates, we met, and the first time that we met, it was just wow, right? Amazing. And we had this great connection. What it can do is if you're leaning on your emotion to make your decisions for you like that, it can cause you to rule out some really good men that maybe you don't have that with at first, but that you could have a very trusting, loving, long-term relationship with. It could also cause you to rule in some men simply based on emotion or chemistry, guys that wouldn't be good to you or for you. I don't know about you, but I was attracted to men before who would not be good to me, and they wouldn't have been good for me either. And so chemistry is not a good estimation or a way to tell if a relationship is going to be good long-term. For more on the whole topic of falling in love, I'd like to invite you to check out Episode 128, Limerence or Love. How to Tell the Difference. It's all about the feeling that you feel when you feel like you're falling in love. Check it out, episode 128. The second thing that can keep a woman single is not wanting to date unless she knows that it's going to lead to marriage. A lot of women that I talked to grew up with that book, I Kiss Dating Goodbye. Well, the thing about it is that if you only want to date someone, if it's going to lead to marriage, it can be a form of self-protection and a form of relational perfectionism. It's like, I am not willing to invest or take a risk unless I absolutely know that it's going to lead to marriage. The other thing is, is that when I talk to women who have this perspective, and I've spoken with a few, you want to remember that dating and relationships happen in stages. I've talked about this a lot. There's acquaintance and friendship, exclusive dating, engagement, and marriage. So there are stages between we just met and now we're getting married. And some of those stages aren't even dating. They're just acquaintance and friendship. So the first stage shouldn't be dating. It should be when you're just getting to know each other and you're finding out, hey, Could we even date exclusively? Is this the kind of person that has the kind of character that I'm looking for, we really like each other, we really love being together, we really admire each other and we could see ourselves getting married? Those are the kinds of questions that you're asking in the acquaintance and friendship stage before you ever become exclusive. So these are the stages, these first couple stages, that's when you weigh whether or not something could lead to marriage before you date exclusively. But if you just date really quickly, that's when you're going to get hurt. Or if you say, no, not going to date anybody unless I know it's going to lead to marriage, then what can happen is it can cause you to cut off men too quickly because things don't develop immediately or you can get up give off the vibe that you're not interested there's all kinds of stuff and all kinds of problems that this perspective can cause A third thing that can keep women single is not being aware of your dating patterns. So there are a whole lot of them that could fit here, but the first one is going too fast. So I just coached a woman this week, and she sent me an email. I've been working with her for a while, and she said, Channa, I don't know why I keep attracting these same types of men, why I keep getting in relationships with these same types of men? So we sat down and we did a little exercise together. I had her write some columns out on a piece of paper, And she did kind of a breakdown of the men that she's dated and how fast the relationships went and who decided to become exclusive first and did she ignore her gut check? And what happened was is that she realized that she was allowing men to move her boundaries at the beginning, she wasn't listening to her gut and she wasn't listening to those little red flags that were going off inside of her. She had doubts and so she was going too quickly. She was allowing her boundaries to be moved. That's one of the things that can really, really cause us to be where we don't want to be and keep us single. Because I say every minute that you're with Mr. Wrong, you're not with Mr. Right. So if you have this pattern, what happens is you date this guy for three months and then you date another one for six months and you date another one for a year and then the next thing you know, like I say, you look back over your shoulder, what happened with all of that time and you realize that you shouldn't have gone so quickly. And next one is getting sexually involved when you're dating. Now, this is my opinion based on research, based on my own personal experience, and based off of women that I have coached. If you get things out of order as far as the dating and relationship stages, if you go against your conviction, if you're getting sexually involved in a stage where you know that you shouldn't be, it's not going to work because what you want is you want your conviction and your intention. You want the affection in the relationship. You want uh, physical affection, the words that you use. You want all of this to line up. If you got things out of order and they're contradicting each other, you're not helping yourself and it's going to create more confusion. Also, a relationship cannot handle sexual intimacy at the beginning. I heard a quote one time, a guy said, when sex starts, talking stops. Also, boundaries are going to let you know where you stand with a man. Does he just want you or does he want sex from you? If you say no, it's going to let you know that, hey, this guy's really interested in me and not just what he can get from me. A third um, unhealthy dating pattern is dating abusive men. If you find yourself in situations where you keep dating the same kind of guy over and over and over again, that's something that you wanna look at and you wanna get help for. You might even get some therapy for it, but lots of times these things start in our past. They start maybe when we were growing up or in some unhealthy relationships that we had before. If you've had just one unhealthy or abusive relationship, you want to pay attention because lots of times if it happened once, it will happen twice. And I'm holding up my hand here and speaking from experience. Again, don't beat yourself up. Just know this is something I want to pay attention to. If it happened once, that means that there's something going on there that I need to take note of. Another unhealthy dating pattern is chasing men. So I teach the women in my programs how to invite men to pursue them. This does not mean that you can't show interest. It doesn't mean that you can't reach out to a guy online first. It doesn't mean that you can't initiate the conversation. It doesn't mean you can't give a guy compliments. But if you chase a guy and there are things that you can do that are chasing. If you haven't checked out my freebie, you can go get it off the homepage of singleover30.net. It's how to invite a man to pursue you. you. want to do that. But if you chase men, what's going to happen is you're going to end up with guys who aren't really interested because you're the one driving the relationship boat. You're going to end up with men who just want to use you, men who want to string you along. I've heard of this a lot. And the other thing is you're going to feel insecure. Because a woman's security comes from knowing that she is desired and cherished and loved. And a man needs to pursue you. He needs to do it for his own confidence. Again, this doesn't mean that you can't show interest, but it just means that you do not want to be the chaser. There was a woman I talked with one time on a coaching call, and she was saying, men don't really pursue women. And I said, is this all men? or just some men she said all men they don't pursue women anymore and i said well why do you think that we talked a little bit more and we found out that she was chasing men and so as a result the men weren't chasing her so you want to give room for men to pursue you so chasing men really won't serve you well and it won't get you the kind of guy that's going to give you the confidence that you need to know that you are cherished and beloved Another unhealthy dating pattern is relational perfectionism. Now this can come from being afraid and it comes out in the form of I am not going to settle, I'm gonna get exactly what I want. There's nothing wrong with that, you shouldn't settle but what you wanna know is what's really important and what is the main criteria and what are the things that I can kind of let go of and that aren't really important that don't have anything to do with relational satisfaction. Another one is cutting guys off too soon. Again, we do this because we're afraid, because we do not want to lead someone on. Maybe we don't want to get caught up in something and then realize that we're gonna to have to say no. So we cut guys off. Really quickly, we take our checklist on the date, and then as a result, we don't get to know someone because people are so much more than a first date. So I always say the two rules that you need to follow for a first date are, did I have a decent conversation and did I feel physically and emotionally safe? If you can say yes to both of those things, go on a second date. If you cut guys off too quickly, you might ask yourself, where is this coming from? Is there fear behind it? Another unhealthy dating pattern is not knowing how to pace the relationship. And this comes into play when we understand what the stages are and also understand boundaries. If you understand how to set boundaries, then you will know how to pace the relationship and you'll understand that even if you tell a guy no, he will still stick around if he's interested if you say no in the right way. If you want more help with this, head on over to episode six, how to tell a man you're not interested without feeling awkward or guilty. So those are just a few of the unhealthy dating patterns that I wanted to share with you today. Another thing that can keep women single is not putting yourself out there. When I talk to women, they say, I don't put myself out there enough, or I don't meet enough men. So they know the problem. They know that the problem is I don't have enough guys come across my path, but they don't want to do anything about it. Because if you say, I'm going to do something about it now, you might have to make some big changes that require sacrifice. So if this is you, I invite you to ask yourself, am I really interested in finding a relationship and what am I willing to do about it? Now, I'm not saying that you can guarantee that you'll meet someone if you change your traffic patterns, for example, but what I can say is that you will. Improve your opportunities to meet somebody. Just by doing something different, you can get a different result. What you don't want to do is say, well, you know, there aren't any guys around. And you're saying that because you're abdicating responsibility out of fear. You're abdicating the responsibility to get out there because maybe you're afraid of being rejected, or maybe you're afraid that someone's going to abandon you, whatever it is. But you want to be honest with yourself and face yourself. If you're not meeting men, ask yourself why, and then ask yourself, am I willing to do something about it? If you know there's a problem and you wanna get married, then you want to take steps to make change happen. Another thing that can keep a woman single is rejecting herself before she is rejected. So she disqualifies herself before anybody else can do it. So if you feel this way, you might feel that there aren't any guys out there that would want to date you, and then as a result, you won't try. And if you do put yourself out there and you think you're rejectable, You might draw men to you who are not worthy of you, men who won't be good to you or for you. There was a woman that I used to know, and she said that she always dated men who were beneath her. Those were the words that she used because she felt rejectable. And so she always dated guys who weren't good for her, men who were unhealthy, men who abused her, men who weren't good to her. So do not disqualify yourself. Are there some men who won't be interested in you? Yes, I'm raising up my hand. There were guys who were not interested in me. Are there men who will like you? Yes, are you everybody's cup of tea? Absolutely not. And that's totally okay. Another thing that can keep women single is fear. Now this is probably one of the biggest ones, if not the biggest, that I deal with when I coach women. The fear of getting hurt, the fear of divorce, the fear of abandonment, the fear of making the wrong choice or settling. All of these fears can cause you to cut men off too soon, or if men are interested in you, then you're not interested in them. And the reason why, and I've mentioned this before on other episodes, is because if men are interested in you and you say you're not interested in them, then all of a sudden you are in control of your emotions. You're in control of the outcome. But if a guy says he's interested in you and all of a sudden you reciprocate, now you are no longer in control. And if you have the fear of getting hurt or the fear of divorce or the fear of abandonment or the fear of making the wrong choice, now all of that stuff comes to the surface and will Trigger you. The problem with all of these fears is that wherever there is fear, there is control. And if you allow fear to control you, fear is making your decisions for you. So if you have the fear of making the wrong choice or settling, I just want to invite you to pitch that out and just go, you know, when I go out on a first date with a guy, I'm not deciding to get married. I am only talking to him and getting to know him. That's it, he's an acquaintance at this point. I don't need to decide what I think about him right now. I don't need to allow this fear of making the wrong choice or settling control me because that is a long ways down the line before I ever get married. Another thing that can keep women single is being too choosy or having standards that are too high. Now maybe you've heard this a lot, I heard this a lot when I was single. And my problem wasn't being too choosy for the most part. It wasn't having standards that were too high. It was the opposite. It was having standards that were too low. So most of the women that I work with struggle with having standards that are not high enough. So there's a pool of men out there, and you've got to be wise by looking at character traits. You're not going to find the perfect man. He does not exist, but you can find the one who is a great fit for you. If you've got too many non-negotiables, then what's going to happen? You're going to rule men out before you rule them in. And people do that because they say, I don't want to settle. And the decision of settling, like I mentioned, comes later, After you meet guys, after you go out on dates with them, there's a woman who I am coaching right now, and she would always cut guys off at the very beginning. She was either all into them or she was not into them at all. And so she met a guy and he had something about him that she wasn't too thrilled about, but we talked about ruling men in before you rule them out and not being too choosy. It turned out that this thing that she was concerned about that she thought might be a deal breaker turned out to be nothing at all because it wasn't a character thing. And as she got to know him, It became a non-issue. She even told me recently on a coaching session that I had with her that she's so, so glad because she just loves him and loves being around him and she's looking forward to the future and hoping that they will get married. So sometimes being too choosy or having standards that are too high comes from, or relational perfectionism comes from fear. So if this is you, just remember, you've got time to get to know somebody as you move through the dating and relationship stages. Another thing that can keep women single, and this kind of goes along with the whole soulmate thing, is placing too much emphasis on physical chemistry or first attractions. So you're asking yourself when you first meet somebody, am I attracted to them? And you're trying to figure out how you feel. Do you need to be attracted? Yes. Do you need to be blown away by somebody at the very beginning? No, you do not. After you're married, chemistry... I can promise you, doesn't matter as much as character and friendship. Those things create chemistry and fun between you. And they also, the character and friendship, lead to lasting love that is hot, hot, hot. <laughs> I'm speaking from experience a woman who is married to her great, great friend. Another thing that can keep women single is believing it has to happen a certain way. So someone would say, well, I don't wanna get online because I want it to happen organically. I want it to happen the old-fashioned way. But can I just tell you something and encourage you, when you meet a guy and he warms your heart and you love spending time with him, you're not gonna care how it happened. You're not gonna care if it happened offline or online. You're just gonna be so great and so thankful that you met somebody. So throw away this idea of trying to control how it's supposed to happen in your life and let love surprise you. Another thing that can keep women single is having a victim mentality or being pessimistic. Okay, so I know that as you get older, your late 30s, early 40s, your 50s, when a relationship hasn't happened for you, or maybe you've been divorced and you're dating again, or maybe you had a spouse pass away and you're dating again. It can feel so challenging out there. I'm the first one to say that dating can feel really, really hard and it can feel impossible at times if you've wanted it for so long. Instead of looking at everything that's wrong, like you go on a date and then you call up your girlfriend, you tell her how horrible it was, tell her there aren't any men out there. Instead of looking at it that way, a better approach is to ask yourself, where can I grow? Because a victim mentality What it does is it will limit you, it will cage you up so that you can't grow because you're gonna feel like everything outside of you is limiting you and that's simply not true. It's gonna keep you from receiving help or suggestions about change, or other things that you can do to improve your relationships or love life, because it's always going to be something outside of you that you can't control. Now, believe me, I know that it really feels that way. But on this side of the wedding altar, and on this side of the microphone, and coaching thousands of women in different formats, I can tell you that there are things that we can do. We've just got to be smarter about dating than we ever were before because of our culture. Another thing that can keep women single is the past. Like I'm not over the last guy. I've got unhealed emotional wounds about that relationship that can cause you to compare all the time. It can cause you to feel bad about yourself and not be fully present in a new relationship. It can cause you to lump all guys into one bad category. And if you do that, there's a problem there because men don't wanna be lumped into a category. That good guy who just asked you out doesn't want to have to live up to your ex or doesn't want to have to overcome your distrust. Now, does that mean that you have to trust someone immediately from the beginning? Absolutely not. And you shouldn't because I think that trust is earned. But it also doesn't mean that you have to be giving off the vibe that you're distrusting. I did this when I was younger. You may have heard me talk about a relationship that I had in my early 20s really, really broke my heart. And there were some guys that asked me out after that that said that I was distrusting, I was guarded, I wouldn't let them in, and rightly so. I wouldn't because I had some unhealed emotional wounds. You know, you may have heard that saying, time heals all wounds, but that's simply not true. If you've been hurt in the past and you haven't been able to get over it, I encourage you to get some help. Does that mean that you have to have everything internally figured out before you even get out there? No, because none of us are emotionally perfect, but what it does mean is that you want to have some semblance of relational health before you get out there so that you're ready to allow someone to come into your life and into your heart. Another thing that can keep women single is dating red flag men. And this goes along with what I was talking about earlier about unhealthy dating patterns. These are guys who are abusive, dismissive, irresponsible, emotionally unavailable, guys who just can't be the kind of guy that you need. And again, if you find yourself dating these kinds of guys, like pay attention and get some help for it and get some help so that you can allow the right guys into your life. I always say that dating and relationships are sort of like having a fence around your yard with a gate. So you cannot control who comes up to the gate, but you can control who you allow into your yard. And the reason I say this is to encourage you because some women always say, my picker is broken. Something is wrong. I always keep attracting the wrong kind of guy. And when you say attracting, and I I really don't like that verbiage, sometimes I have to use it because there's not anything else, but really it's not so much about attraction as it is not having a filter and maybe not having boundaries. So we've got men who are coming up to the gate in our dating yard and we're letting them in. So we can't control who comes up to that gate, but we can control who we let in. So again, if you find yourself dating unhealthy guys, figure out why, because this is something that can change just like everything else that I talked about today. There is nothing about you that is irretrievably broken. There's nothing that you can't fix or change or learn, just like anything else in life. That was a lot. I think this is one of my longer episodes. I hope it has encouraged you. And as we go here, I just want to remind you that the dream that you have to love and be loved is possible. And remember to keep it sunny. I'll see you next time. Keep it sunny, please.